to a chick So say goodbye To everything you ever knew before And I'd understand if you went running at the door And I'll keep you safe And no harm will ever come to you, I swear And I'll kill if they even dare GD, there is nothing like listening to a little murder party to get amped up for yeah. murder. I love those guys. This is happy anti-Valentine's Day episode. <laughs> you didn't spend like $1,800 more for roses for no. me. Because you're a smart man. Oy. If you did, I'd smack you upside the head. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mr. Boot, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Your Highness. How are you? Your Highness is living up to the name. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what Apparently. we do. How we roll. Our listeners, if you could be so kind as to show us your dark, dark, deep, heinous love to rate our podcast. Subscribe to it. You don't even have to listen to it. You don't have to like it. Just subscribe. Give us five stars. Lie. Lie like the president lies. But if you do listen to it, you'll enjoy it. I'd say, I'd go down a limb and say, yeah, guaranteed. You'll like it. I'm not going to guarantee shit. (laughs) If you like us, I hope you do like us. And if you give us criticism, we'll take it. And we will learn from it. Want to give a huge shout out to Sticker Mule. They sent us some really cool... Yes. Like, we got a first cheap-ass, like, ten stickers for, like, a buck. Very nice. And they're They're so cool. And the first fans to request them, the very first fan was Leah. You know who you are, Leah. Brendan, Amanda T. from Charlevoix. And uh, Louis P., who has been... When you uh, say Louis P., you mean the Louis P.? The actual Louis P. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, he's given me major support and advice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, so thank you guys all for being the best humans and supporting us. I'm ready to go off to Bath. Are you, Mr. Boot? Yes, let's go to Bath. Michigan has some crazy-ass names. Bath being one of them. Mid-Michigan. What about Areola? <laughs> it's Clariola. It's a street. Remember? We're driving around backwards. <laughs> well, you remember just Bath. calling it, like, yes. this is Areola. Well, we were looking for these roads that would go off the main road, and we found a dirt road. It almost and led to hell. It. Oh, my God. There, seriously, there were horse flies back there that were as big as the tip of your pinky. They they were huge. Horse flies can the horse rip flies a chunk your skin and out. mosquitoes in certain parts of the state can literally kill you. It's a whole nother podcast on its <laughs> oh, own. Oh man! But yeah, so go anyway, to Hell, Michigan. They have some cool ass. There shit is a Hell, there Michigan. Too. So let us not forget. Mm-hmm. This is an explicit. I may or may not have already used explicit. I think Mary tends to overuse the naughty words like booger. I've improved. Stinky butt. Don't let your kids put this stuff into their earballs. Yeah. Because if you catch them in the basement starting fires with the dryer lint. Oh, it's not on me. Nope. That mm-hmm. has nothing. Our insurance does not. Does your <laughs> insurance cover that? Because no. I don't know shit about our insurance. Except for, you know, That's I'm not thing. in jail, so I don't have good health mm-hmm. insurance. That's all I can say. My teeth aren't getting fixed like Kiko's. I can arrange for you to go to jail. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Would you like that? Yeah, 
Yeah. Where are we going today? Uh, We're going to Bath, Michigan. Mid-Michigan, just north of 96, just north of Lansing. Yeah. You get the general idea. Andrew Philip Kehoe. (laughs) Kehoe. Kehoe. This today is the worst school... Massacre. Massacre is all you can Uh, call it. So many victims. Unexpected. And it was the first. So Michigan houses the worst school massacre. So... You all can come into a school with your guns, but you still haven't done what Kehoe has done. When I saw his picture, I swear to God, he looked like Leonardus DiCaprianus, DiCaprio, okay. in like the Titanic or some old oh, that school. Actor, yeah. Yeah, movie. So I went on a binge on this one, like the history. Let's get into some details here. So what's been going on here? Okay, so Ruin Road was one of the cool channels on YouTube. So check out Ruin Road on YouTube. I stumbled upon them. They did a really cool kind of paranormal haunting of it. Andrew P. Kehoe, he was born February 1872. That's quite a while ago. He'd be 147 years old. He was born in Tecumseh, Michigan. Another weird name. That's about 156 miles from where we are right now. Approximately 85 miles northwest of Detroit. He was one of 13 kids. (laughs) That's quite a few. That alone is enough to flip your switch. You know, the parents alone had to have been half nuts by the time they were done raising all of them. Yeah, for sure. I know. They all worked on the farm. Yeah, you had kids to work. You didn't have kids to be precious little princesses in your household. Mm -hmm. You had kids to be your free labor. Can you imagine having... I have three kids. Yeah. I can't fathom 13 kids. Uh -uh. So he went to Tecumseh High School, graduated, moved on to Michigan State University, graduated with... An electrical engineering degree. You know nothing about electricity, do you? No. He also met uh, this sweet young girl who was the daughter of a wealthy Lansing family named Ellen Nellie Prince. I tried to look into it. I didn't have enough time. I I don't know what the Prince family was named for. I wonder if they're related to the old Prince family that, you know, the very wealthy Michigan family. But anyway, that's a whole yeah. I'm research pretty avenue. sure it is because that's the whole family that came up, but I couldn't oh. connect her and I didn't have the time. So if you guys feel like doing that, go on it. So he meets Nellie at Michigan State, but then he moves away. He goes to St. Louis, Missouri, mm-hmm. where he was working and he ended up with a noggin injury. Yeah. So apparently if you've listened to any murder stories in the past, when people have a head injury, a serious one. A lot of times it results in behavioral Fuck-a-doodle. changes. Yeah. Things, things get really weird with the individual. And it didn't state like how this injury happened or what happened, but he, he whacked his noggin. So mm. he moves back to Michigan. He moves to Bath Township in 1919 with Nelly. little Nellie. Yeah. Bath Township's literally like 71.5 miles from where we live. Pretty close. Yeah. Only 300 people there at the time. Yeah. Can you imagine living in a town? Small town. Everyone knows everyone's business. Like, I thought this town was bad when I was growing up. (laughs) 
Kehoe was known as a hardworking and dependable man, but very impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's the kind of how they were back then. Well, like, you don't put up with BS, you know, so you have to be a little impatient. They weren't really, like, loving, fatherly people. Mm-hmm. Like, they did their work. They came home. Stay out of my face. Yeah. He. So what did he do when his he neighbor's was, dog came on his He land? had problems with his neighbor's <laughs> dog. So he shot him. I mean. Well, you got her, right? This is sign number one. Mm-hmm. Animal tortures, sign number two. So oh, yeah. he's had so, a noggin injury. So what else did he do? What did he do to his horses? <laughs> okay. This is reason numero two that made me totally disgusted about this, besides the fact that he ended up doing what he did. He beat a horse to death. Because the horse did not perform up to his standards. Yep. Uh, A horse. Yeah. He didn't shoot him. Beat him. Uh, I want to go to this guy's grave right now and piss on it. I'm sorry. I want to do something really gross to it. No, it's just a horrible thing. I I was raised on a horse. Like any animal for that. Any animal. Fucking go kick a board or beat up a punching bag or something. Yep. So he went on to become the treasurer for Bath Township School Board. Yeah, his acts of violence didn't seem to bother anybody in the township. But apparently he was a cheapskate, quite he's frugal. He's very frugal. So, you know, he's the best person for the job. Of course he is. During that position, he accused the superintendent of the school of financial mismanagement and just all kinds of problem causing in the short time that he was there. He argued to get his property tax lowered. He tried to get his mortgage removed. Oh, well, why wouldn't they? He's such a pillar of the community, you know. Who should have to pay for their yeah. 80 acres? You borrow money, you know, you shouldn't have to pay it back. He had what the fuck? He was that guy. Uh-huh. He was that guy. They saw uh-huh. him coming into the local town hall slash post office slash sheriff slash yep. fire department. And they were like, ah, oh, fucking here comes Kehoe again. What's going to be his problem today, folks? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, he's a farmer, he's a horseman, and I use that term loosely like a whore. Yeah, not much and that's horseman. the school treasurer. In 1925, he filed position of town clerk. He, 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 he filled the position. Filled the Wait, position. He, no, he, he filled, filled the he position of... No. He, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he was temporarily put into that position until election. And then everybody was like, yeah, no, he's a psycho. Mm, yep. We don't want him in there. <laughs> Something's wrong with this guy. Yeah. And so he didn't win because he was a psycho. Right around this time or shortly thereafter, his wife came down with tuberculosis. And she was let out of the hospital on May 16. It was known that their mortgage payments were late and that they were falling behind. Yeah. They hadn't made mortgage payments in quite some time due to their money supposedly going toward the treatment of Nelly. Fucking health care issues. Yeah. Well, you know, you can We've blame it never on that, had... but he was pulling some fast ones and blaming yeah, things that weren't true, even true. Too. You're right. He definitely was showing signs of like, uh, downfallage. Mm-hmm. He, what do they call that to the fruit trees when they um, strip a part of it and kills all the fruit trees? 
Oh, girdling. Yeah, he girdled his trees. Girdled all of his trees. Yep. He cut all of his fencing down. He cut down trees. He stopped taking care of all of the 80 acres. Like, just... Yep, like he had absolutely nothing to live for. Like, all of his work that he had done, he just wanted to destroy. Mm -hmm. So, what happened in 1926? Well, 19... 26, he was hired to do some repairs in the school lighting system, which was probably kind of cool for them. He was probably like, excellent. I have some extra money rolling in. Let's do this. But no. He saw this as an opportunity to get back at his little teeny tiny community. Mm -hmm. During this time, he was known to have visited stores locally. So he'd drive to Lansing for supplies. You know what that means, right, Mary? Uh, I've driven to Lansing for like, supplies once or twice. Me too. Going to elderlies for strings, sometimes a strap. Yeah, my supplies. It's an instrument store. My supplies are totally different than his, but they all equal. We got to go to where you have to go for supplies. So he went locally, bought dynamite, went out of town, Lansing, which was a hike back then because you you well, had your slope. old school Model A or yep. whatever the fuck it was. Dirt roads. No highways. No. It was, if you wanted to get, uh, let's see, 900 pounds of dynamite, oh, per yeah. se, yeah. you had to take <laughs> a few trips. <laughs> but he bought it in small amounts, so nobody thought anything. Of it. <laughs> they were like, eh, the he's heck? just, I asked Boo. I'm like, what? The stores just sold dynamite? Like, you can't just walk into a well, store now and buy dynamite. You can't. No, and nowadays, even if you're buying the ingredients to make it yourself... Oh, your ass is tagged. Everything's logged. You're, if your phone's in the house and you're just talking about buying dynamite... Yeah, somebody's everything up. The government's like, ding, 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 ding. Yep. That bitch over there is talking mm-hmm. about dynamite. Mm-hmm. But back then, you could buy it for... Just for blowing up stumps or blowing d- out dirt for a pond or something. They you know, just, whatever. When they just had dynamite. It didn't matter. You I just don't know. blow stuff up. Came from the Acme company where the... <laughs> Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote was like, here's your dynamite, dude. See you later. Free bird seed. He also had a bunch of World War One surplus things. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it happened. So we're we're on May 19, 1927. Andrew Kehoe is 55 years old. There was an explosion at his home, his farm, which left it obliterated all you could see was the chimney stack and yeah, it was down to the ground just to found yeah you could in the end chimney yeah that's it and if you had the right photo you could see down into the basement all of his wagons here we go again with the horses yep he tied up his horses tied their feet together so they couldn't run to ensure they didn't live mm-hmm. Cock sucker so the house blows up. The local town firemen, I imagine I'm kind of like the Keystone Cops. <laughs> they come checking out to the Kehoe farm thinking Mr. Kehoe had an accident. But Mr. Kehoe meets him on the road on the way out and says, hey, buddies, you're my friends. You're my pals. Yep, you might want to get to the school. Mm-hmm. At that exact time. School blows. It was detonated in the basement of the school. During his time working at the school, he managed to stash 900 pounds of dynamite. 900 pounds of yeah, dynamite. that's a load. Uh, only 200 pounds detonated. Shoddy so, electromanship. So there's still <laughs> seven 
100 pounds of dynamite in the school. If all of it would have gone off. Oh, it would have been way worse. No question. It just makes me sick. Mm -hmm. So they get to the school. Okay, so those guys get to the school. They, I don't know, they did, I don't know, did they turn around and, like, I'm going to follow Keyhole? Or did they go to the house first and the house detonated and they were like, oh, fuck, we better go back and see what he was talking about. But they are, they get to the school. Uh, yeah. So uh, and he steps out of his truck, car, this, whatever you want to call it. This part has, I went and. I, oh, I dove so deep into the articles on mm-hmm. this one. And it's a long time ago, so it's that eh, he said, she, she said, said was, thing. What really Some happened, stories yeah. said we definitely knew his vehicle was loaded with dynamite and shrapnel. What we don't know is if he stepped out of the car and had a conversation and then took a shotgun and blew it up? Or was he inside the car and did something to blow it up? His intestines were found on the steering wheel. He, that leads me to believe he was inside the I vehicle. I think so too, yeah. Sorry about the grossness, he, but he definitely did I not feel like survive the blast. Well, good, mm. sucker. In the end, still to date, the worst school shit to happen. 38 were killed. Uh, 37, looks like. I changed the numbers on the notes. By the end, 45 were killed. 37 of them were kids. Makes me want to puke. 58 were injured, and most of them were kids. So his reasoning, he had opposed the building of this new school. Oh, because it, of the property It used taxes. to be a one-house schoolroom, and they wanted this bigger school to accompany more kids. And, and kids he was don't opposed need to the. They need to we don't just need real straw and education. Plant beets or whatever they're growing. Beat the horses. I don't know. <laughs> right. So basically, because the entire town of 300 people had shown up to the school because everybody from like multiple counties around. Oh, word got around. Yep. Well, and all of their kids went to the school from lots of counties were taken into this one school. Pretty much Kehoe's house and farm were ignored, obviously. Mm -hmm. Children come before Kehoe asshole. So I didn't notice his house until the next day. They didn't. And they thought that Nellie was in the tuberculosis center still. Oh, right. But then when they went out the next day, after everything was somewhat handled at school and the kids who survived were taken to hospital. Things were still smoldering at at the Kehoe house. (sighs) And they found her in a wheelbarrow in the back of a chicken or behind a chicken coop. Mm -hmm. What the heck? With her head bashed in. Mm Mm-hmm. And her body was obviously burned, which is... And there's those two horses that... Horrible. ...tied their boots together. Fucking nuts. I don't... The the psychology part of this, we talked about this before the episode. Yeah, it's one of those people you just can't understand it as a normal, rational You said it, and they're going down in a blaze of glory. I'm Mm -hmm. taking everything I have owned and earned, built myself, and it's going down with me, and none of you assholes are going to have it, enjoy it, (laughs) see it. There were, like, wagons and stuff where you could see, like, three wagons sitting there just burned. Mm -hmm. It was weird. They kept their shape and all that stuff. It was nuts. So he made a a sign. He spent time on that sign, too. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a, I'm going to spray paint or 
take a Sharpie marker. Wait, Sharpies didn't exist back then. <laughs> I, I bet it was a soldering iron or something to that effect. That he, he no, he used uh, he. They said he used an actual a rich black ink on it. Okay. He had taken a, a two by one foot piece of board. He had sanded it until it was super smooth. I can understand that. There's something calming about sanding. Well, yeah, but the message was not so calming. Yeah, but it's kind of a great message. Uh, but I don't agree with it. He says criminals are made, not born. And although there can be some truth to that, I think some criminals are born that way. And I, they can be shaped. so many ways. But yeah, look at the politics. They're criminals. Yeah, They're all we're not going to go there. Okay. Anyways, it was a beautiful sign. I personally <laughs> think it was a great quote. Funerals were held in homes around Bath over the weekend and. That's just horrifying. Yeah. They, back then, that's where they did it. And think yeah. of this tiny, small community. So you're bouncing from home to home. Yeah. Mourning these babies. Oh, it's horrible. Absolutely insane. It was heard that as many as 50,000 people drove through the town, causing massive traffic jams. Just as quickly as the media frenzy happened, it died because they actually shared a front page in the New York Times with... Lindenburg. Mm -hmm. So the school, it was, which was the first nonstop transatlantic flight, happened two days know, after yeah. the bombing. Mm -hmm. So in the New York Times on the front page, it was this tiny little Michigan story, but then something very much very bigger, drastic. Yeah. And, oh, it was bigger. Oh, it's a big it, deal. Yeah, it I mean, all, our, does all it. of our aviation successes that we have today. Yeah, it does suck. I mean, yeah. Anyways. They rebuilt the school, which I oh, I get it. Back then, like, three-quarters of the school was not harmed. Mm -hmm. And they had just built it, basically, in the scheme of things. So I understand, like, rebuilding that part of the school. And back then, it was like, we're America. Mm -hmm. We're apple pie. Let's build this. We're gonna, Let's build this country. We're going to build that school back up. Mm -hmm. And we're going to get back on that horse. And we're going to go in that school. And you will not. B, you will not have PTSD over that child. You just get back into that school and deal with it. That's rough stuff. I don't get it. Now, with school shootings, most of them are right. taken down. Some of them aren't. I'm pretty sure that Columbine is still rolling. And oh, man, I, I'm a Ashamed to know. I don't know the details of that. I mean, I know what happened. Oh. I don't know what happened you, after the fact. And, you don't want to know oh. any of those details. It was, it scares the ever loving shit out of me. And it reminds me of the stupid ass practice that they do at schools now. Like, when they do a tornado practice, they tell you, hi, we're not really having a tornado. This is just a practice. But for a couple of years, I would get a text from my kid like, hey, mom, I love you. And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, we're having this alarm and blah, blah, blah. But they wouldn't tell him it was a practice alarm. It was a practice for school bombing, but didn't tell him it was a drill. That, that's pretty cold. It's not that, fucking right. That can really injure a person, a young Dude, person. my kid was scared shitless. He was yeah. like, why is it that all the other drills are known as practice drills, but you're going to scare the ever-loving shit out of them mm -hmm. every so often? And that's when these things happen. It's in the most unexpected time. You have and no I warning. love that they have drills. Mm -hmm. You got to know what to do. You can't carry a knife never having opened the knife. You got to know right. how to open right. the knife. Mm -hmm. Have a 
drill. Let that kid know that it's a drill so they're not freaking out that there's a school shooter on the loose. Yep. Another disturbing note on, on that scale is that the museum for this is in the fucking middle school. Right there in the right school there. for yeah. the kids to look at. Here you go. It's like, oh. Don't forget this that. This happened right here. One of your parents' kids okay, flipped, go be a, happy. flipped a fucking nut and blew everybody up. Let me show you the remnants of that while you go to history class and math class every day. You know, and, you know, we hear people griping about their taxes all the time. You just never know when someone's going to go postal. Yes. Or flip Lose a nut. Shit. Was that the term you Yeah, used? flip a nut. Huh. Yeah. Flip a nut is great. You want me to flip your nut? Kinda. <laughs> Can you toss my salad? <laughs> That's only for jail. Okay. So, in 1975, which is still not that long ago, but... That was four. Yeah, it was, I don't know. Was, 18. Was, I'm just uh, kidding. The school was bulldozed, and the area was turned into a, a park. Cute little playground. Yep. You can just put a, a beautiful You can just tromps around yep. where play kids die. Have a picnic. Picnic. So, the are you going to read what the plaque states, or am I going to read it? Why don't you read it? Because it's long, and I'm going to forget what I'm doing halfway through. So, every state is. That's what high ends do. That's what your high ends All right, I'll read does. it. I'll read it. Every state has their plaque look. Like, you'll go to a park and you're like, oh, yeah, that says something about something. Our state plaque says this, and I'm not going to lie, I'm not proud of all of it. The destruction of the Bath Consolidated Schools shared the front page of national newspapers with Charles Lindbergh's transatlantic flight. Maniac blows up school. Had protested high taxes. Scream the headline of May 19, 1927 in the New York Times. Michigan Governor Fred Green created the Bath Relief Fund and people from across the country expressed their sympathies and offered financial support. Michigan U.S. Senator James Cousins gave generously to the fund and donated money to rebuild the school. On August 18, 1928, Bath looked to the future and dedicated the James Cousins Agricultural School to its living young. A statue, Jesus Christ. <laughs> a statue entitled Girl with a Cat, sculpted by University of Michigan artist Carlton M. Angle. W. I looked at that upside down. Carlton W. <laughs> Angel. Should we do this over And again? purchased with pennies donated by the children of Michigan. The children of Michigan donated pennies for this school back in the 1800s to get this cute little sculpture. That's the sweetest. This was 1928. What did I say? 1800. It feels like the same. It was a long ass time ago. Okay. In 1928, the children of Michigan donated pennies. That is sweet. It's so cute. Yeah. But that's the way the plaque reads. Well, in that park, though, I feel like this is a French word because I can never say French words. Oh, I've pronounced it so many different ways. Copula. 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 It's one of those little square things that sits on the top of your roof. Yep. Sometimes Sometimes I feel like it might hold a bell inside there. A weather vane sitting on top of it. Someone's up there getting high. No, they're not that big. But in in the park, precisely where it would have been standing if it was atop of the school, it sits now on the ground. Is the original copula, copula, copulae. Cupola. 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 So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of 
of the show, I mentioned the guys from Ruin Road. I'm, I believe in paranormal things. The guys from Ruin Roads actually went there at night and like mm. checked mm-hmm. to see if there was any paranormal activity. With the weird meters that pick up on. I don't. I don't think they had those. They just kind of went. They were exploring. They were. They weren't. Yeah, they were just like cool dudes. Oh, we don't have this stuff, but we want to go here and check it out. And the cemetery is only a mile away from where the school is. Mm. And they went there at night. Crazy bastards. Oh, you gotta. Yeah. So a lot of, oh, I dug so deep in this. We got information from so many. So the guys from Rune Road did, did visit the town of Bath, but they went night and major props to them because no way, Jose, I would go, I'd go in the daytime and I'd even go fishing around there, but I'm sure. not going to go to the cemetery, which is a mile mm. away from the school where all those kids died. It's a little creepy. I'm, no, I'm chicken. But I do like cemeteries because they're great for photographs. They can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you have it. Nice. To date, it's 2019, and this is still <sighs> so the most deadly of all school situations. Someone's going to accept this as a challenge and try to one-up it. Oh, I, Jesus. I hope not. Fuck no. I just, if there's lots of photos and Google image, but... I tried to avoid the victims, and I'm not going to say victims' names because that part breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. You've already been through it. Yeah, but there's a YouTube channel, The Fancy Full Fish. I'm going to assume it's a she. I don't know. They put together a beautiful memoir, and it was just photos, and at the end it did show photos of all the babies, and I call them babies. They range from five seven years old up to 13 and it literally brought tears to my eyes and and i just it's heart-wrenching and it's a killer so i don't know just be aware that your neighbor isn't always the best guy in the Uh, world you know you kind of pick up on that stuff and if they've tied up a horse or beat a horse to death i'm pretty sure they don't give a fuck about anybody else what's our happy ending tonight oh my goodness who's our happy we we have (laughs) you said happy ending so many times i'm just about to have one myself who's our happy ending tonight (laughs) it happens to be a really cool band from kalamazoo michigan oh fuck we should have done them when we were doing the kalamazoo uber killer guy we should have you were not thinking. Sorry about that, people. So the hex bombs have been around for quite a while now, and they <sighs> do some really cool stuff. They're, Very interactive band. Yeah. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll draw the crowd in, and it it really is a, a punk show. Entertaining. I feel like sometimes when I listen to them, you get that I'm an Irish guy at a right. punk show. Right. I don't know where that. Well, they, yeah. There there is uh, is it. There's an Irish influence on their music. Yeah. I, There's a couple of Irish. The lead singer will get out in the crowd and mm-hmm. he. Which is Michael Mann. Yeah. yeah Michael, Michael Mann. Yep. Jake Carrick. Yep. Hellcat Matt. <laughs> Mac. And Eric Fay. Yep. They have a new album coming out pretty soon. I'm sure you'll be able to find it in all the album-like places. If you're in Kalamazoo, check them out. They frequently play Detroit and Chicago. Sometimes and, Grand Rapids. You know, we can I've seen them every, in Grand Rapids. I happen to have scars on my left leg from a hex bomb show. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> Which is good. It was a great time, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I listen to these guys at least once a week. And I'm not just saying that. She really does. 
I'll they're be sitting good. there and all of a sudden hex bounds are playing. What? They well, have that's that. All right. Cool. They have that. When you listen to them, it just gives you a release kind of feel. It's it's very aggressive and uplifting at the same time. I don't know how to. Yeah, you gotta really drink, 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 drink. You gotta fight, fight, fight. Yeah, it's empowering. Wait, how is drink, that, fight, drink, and that's probably. something like that. See wow. if you. Oh my god. One of our dogs just passed. You just shit your pants for the third episode in a row. And you also did it in the intro episode. I did. Are you really going to do this every (laughs) week? We're almost to the end. All I had to do was say social media stuff. I'm eight years old. Oh, yeah. What what is this about our social media stuff? Not ours. Hex bombs. Oh, them. You can find oh, us. Yeah. Like, if, if you can't find us. So, if you want to find sorry. the hex bombs, uh, which you really should do, it's Please do Facebook it. at the hex bombs. That's spelled T H E H E X B O M B S. Just like it sounds. You can look them up on Bandcamp. And if you don't know what Bandcamp is, Google it because it's yeah, you should know about it. fucking cool. And you can support the local bands in your area, in other areas, in all the areas. And YouTube is simple enough. You just type in Hex Bombs or The Hex Bombs and their stuff comes up. You'll love it. Uh, we love them. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of other people love them. Their shows are always crowded. They're good people. Absolutely. Support your local bands. Here we go. Wherever you are. That's what they sound like. This is the Hex Bombs. Next week with another murder. Oh, please. Cheers.